G'day everyone, it is Friday, September 2, the Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio, and a very good morning to you wherever and however you're listening, and uh, what a night that was in the NRL and the AFL cracking game as well, but Parramatta, they're into the top four baby, the Eels 22-14 to 14 over the Melbourne Storm, and that means they will play the Panthers next week. In a qualifying final, 1v4, Western Sydney derby. Uh, The Brisbane Lions beat Richmond by two points last night. A controversial finish in that match as well. Elimination final, cracking finish in the AFL. Souths and the Roosters tonight at the brand new Allianz Stadium. And that comes after the NRL W match, which is the first match to be played at the stadium between the Roosters and St. George Illawarra. The Swans. Huge night for them at the MCG, taking on the Demons in a qualifying final as well. The prize to host a preliminary final. Nick Kyrgios is smelling marijuana at the US <laughs> Open. And uh, no snow in Jindabyne either. Clarky, morning to you, mate. Yeah, morning, Mido. Loz, morning to our listeners. Yeah, Nicky Boy at his best uh, yesterday. On the court performance, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Bit of weed travelling around the court, he reckons. I want to know what asthma's got to do. Is that, is, that, is that him telling us he's got a sensitive nose? You're an asthmatic, aren't you? No, my daughter is. Oh, okay, right. But I want to know what asthma, him having asthma, maybe saying it's hard enough to breathe as it is. That's it. Let alone if someone... So was he accusing someone in his box of smoking it marijuana? It wasn't in his box, someone in the Just crowd. Just in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. He reckons that was affecting his breathing. Surely... Yes. Be nice and chilled, wouldn't he? Oh, well, might have the munchies, but be fair, he'd be chilled. There's an apartment in my building as well. Every time I walk past it, I do feel like I'm about to pass out. So, yeah, uh, you know, mate, you must have a good nose. He must have a good nose. But anyway, his tennis is on fire. Uh, watch, I watched the game last night. I watched the Eels do their thing. Uh, Melbourne, a few mistakes certainly early. Craig Bellamy. Geez, he was steaming in the box as well. But, yeah, well done to Parra. What a great win. What a great game of footy. And then I didn't see uh, the AFL, but I hear there's a bit of controversy there as well, Mido. Yeah, they got to the right decision the wrong way. Uh, mm. I'll explain that a bit later, but let's check in with the great man, Loz, who's at the Banjo Patterson Inn. They're at Jindabyne as part of the Kosciuszko Tour this morning. Loza, how are you, mate? Yeah, morning, boys. What a wonderful game of football last night. The Eels were sensational, winning 22 points to 14. They had that game in control. They were very aggressive to start with. And when they play with that mindset and then play with that um, strong forward rotation where they challenge the opposition physically, they're always going to be a hard side to beat. Melbourne, um, you know, they're just off a bit with their game, uh, in particular with the football. They're trying hard. Uh, They missed Jerome Hughes last night. They did rally in the second half or, you know, with 20 minutes to go, but it just wasn't good enough to defeat the Eels, who now finish in fourth spot. Next Friday night, they take on their arch rivals, Penrith, at Penrith. That'll be a, uh, a, a momentous game as well, um, or mammoth game, I should say. Um, but, yep, all, all in all, it was a, a good night up here in Jindabyne. Plenty of snow and um, <laughs> any, sn- any snow. Has DS seen snow, Loz? Uh, we have seen the snow, yes. Yeah, the snow's on the mountain. Um, it's lovely. It, geez, it's lovely up here. You forget how mm. how nice a country it is. I think that I haven't been here for close to thirty years. To be truthful, really, um, I haven't been to the snow. Yeah, I think it was ninety two. I worked out last night, the last time I was here. Um, but yep, it was uh, a magic day. Uh, uh, conditions are perfect. 
the skis are having a great time and there's a plenty plenty of people here watching the footy and uh, both codes last night, the AFL and, and Rugby League. Now, what's this picture you've sent me, Loz? Uh, is that from 1992 as well? There's obviously that's, some that's snow. That's the Banjo Patterson Inn. That's the Banjo Patterson Inn. When was website. this taken? You know? Oh, it's on the that's website. It's on their website. Mate. Oh, okay, right. Okay. So tell me what's happening there. Well, I had an please? avalanche, no pun mm. intended, of support yesterday. Avalanche of support. Mate, the people that say it doesn't snow in Jindabyne, I don't know who they are because the locals... Last night, I asked all of them, and it does snow in Jindabyne to a man and woman. Okay. It doesn't snow all the time, no, but it does snow yeah. in Jindabyne. It's a lot of places. It's snowed in Glen Innes before. Mate, it's snowed in Liverpool before. It doesn't count if it's done it once. Hey, boys, it snows. <laughs> snow is snow. <laughs> snow is snow. It doesn't snow in Juneau. So I don't say it snows in Juneau. Has it ever snowed in Juneau? Not that I'm aware of. Mm. Yeah, but Frosts. the snow's rare in actually settling snow in Jindabyne. It's quite rare. It happens a couple of times a year. Okay, there you go. It happens a couple of times a year, and the locals confirmed that. So all the people that are texting in, you know, I don't know whether they're from Jindabyne. The people in Jindabyne know... Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. If you live in Jindabyne, you know it snows here. Ah, oh, dear. How many beers did they have last case. night? How was your night last night, El Daly? Did you have a few? Uh, no, I didn't, actually. Behaved no, yourself. I was very tired. Very tired. What about um, DS? How did he go? Did he have a few? Any more oysters? Oh, Any more Kilpatrick? No. Oh, he did. He did get stuck into the oysters again. So, uh, we actually... Um, we actually ordered the oysters, and mm. we got the last probably two dozen oysters. Ooh. So they ran out. Uh, only Oops. two dozen. Yeah. Only no, two okay, dozen. Right. Okay. But that's to feed about eight people. So mm. that's we, there was works. there's well there's Benny Lloyd, there was uh, Joe the cameraman, there was Benny Whedon, there was Dave Stanley, there was Joshy Reynolds. Gee, some people got uh, on the crew. Yeah. Crew. Oh yeah. There's a, there's a crew of us. There's a crew of us. So it was good. Uh, good stuff. So 22 to 14 last night. There's already a market open, by the way, with Tab for the Penrith Parramatta game next Friday night, that will be. Uh, and Penrith are $1.35 favourites. Parramatta $3.25 plus 8.5 at the line, the Eels. But, uh, gee, I'm, worried, those... I'm worried about the Panthers, Mido. Really? I, I, I'm Honestly, I'm worried. I, this resting 11 players, and I, I understand their reasons. I, I get it completely. And like I said the other day, it's like a lose-lose for the coach. If you don't rest them and one of them gets injured, you never forgive yourself. You do rest them. Now you you know, you've got people like me going, geez, was it the right call? I just, I reckon it's a massive call. And again, now you're up against Parramatta, who how much confidence will they take from last night? And as long as they all pull up fit, they got game time, they got momentum, they got confidence. I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking too closely. Um, the Panthers have been on fire, and Ivan Cleary, everything he's touched has turned to gold. So maybe I'm just looking too closely. But oh, I hope for their sake they play their best footy. I hope they're not, you know, 10 minutes slow at the start, Para put two tries on them, and all of a sudden they're chasing their tail. Because then if Para play like they did last night, mm. It'll be hard to chase down. Yeah, some moments last night. Clint, our man Gutho. Gutho, best Clint on ground. Clint Gutherson, outstanding. Yeah. What about scooting out a dummy half? That ball-y floated yeah. to Sevo, Loz. That was outstanding. Oh, he was perfect last night, 
Guthrie, that ball was magnificent. Just turning up in the right spot at the right time. You know, his awareness of the fullback role, um, you know, he's, he's first class. He's a, he's a great leader. Um, you know that he prepares well. He encourages his team. Um, but I thought their front rowers, again, yeah. uh, just were outstanding. They led the charge. They they carried the ball strongly. They were aggressive in defence. They were offloading. They were pulling Melbourne's defensive system apart. Uh, Melbourne's scramble was there, um, but they're just not clinical in attack at the moment, Melbourne. But the Eels, I think, for 60 minutes, they were good. The last 20 minutes of that game was a little bit concerning to concede some soft points. Um, they, they won't be able to do that next week against Penrith. Um, but Penrith will go into this game as, as favourites. Um, but as Clarkie said, you, they, they don't want to start slow um, because if Parramatta jump early and get a roll on, um, you know, after playing a couple of, you know, games where they got their confidence back and, and last night in particular, it was a semi-final game. It was fast, it was furious, it was tough. And when you haven't played football for two weeks, when, mm. you, you, when you're playing a game with that intensity, your lungs can be burning a lot quicker than they normally do. And you, can, you find yourself out of gas and it takes a bit longer to get your second win. And when you, when you don't get your second win early and the opposition, you know, score a, a try or two, it can put you on the back foot. So... Um, it'll be a big game. It'll be a tough game, and it's just a shame, I suppose, that we're not playing it at Bank West Stadium or a core stadium where they probably possibly could have got forty or fifty thousand people with two arch rivals playing each other. But Penrith have earned the right to have that home final. Um, I doubt whether many people will get a ticket. But what does it hold? Eighteen, twenty thousand people. Yeah, you about, would think that'd be sold mm, out within oh, twenty-four hours. Moments. So, with that result last night, essentially week one of the finals is decided. Uh, barring, of course, a Raiders meltdown against the Tigers on Sunday afternoon, and it would take the Roosters to win by 57 points to leap above the Melbourne Storm into fifth uh, tonight. But you wonder tonight now, with you know the Storm virtually assured of finishing fifth and obviously power of locked up fourth, whether there will be some more late changes. Uh, by Well, Jason Demetrio is obviously not going to be there tonight, but he might orchestrate some more changes out of the squad uh, heading into the to, to the match and uh, Trent Robinson as well. So you're going to essentially have Penrith obviously up against Parramatta. The Sharks and the Cowboys will be the 2v3 game. It's just a matter of now where it will be played. Uh, the Sharks just need to beat Newcastle to ensure that they host in week one of the finals. Uh, then the 5v8 game looks like being the Storm and the Raiders. Intriguing game considering you know the Raiders' recent history against the Melbourne Storm as well. One of those sides like Parramatta who've really troubled the storm in recent years. And it looks like we're going to have the Roosters and the Bunnies all over again, Loz. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what both coaches do tonight, Mido, because highly unlikely that, um, you know, the Roosters are going to finish in fifth position. Um, and more than likely, they're going to take on South Sydney next week. Do you, do you rest all your stars or do you, you play them for 40 minutes or do you... Um, and, and this is South Sydney as well. They've, they've got that option to do that. Um, but I reckon 40,000 people at Allianz Stadium tonight with the tradition, the rivalry that these both clubs have and the hatred they have towards one another, regardless of who they put out there, they'll want to win. And it'll be a magnificent occasion. When you've got a big crowd, it always adds to the spectacle. And it always adds, I reckon, a little bit of intensity to the contest. And 
as I said, these two teams don't need any extra motivation. They want to win. They want to take some confidence into a final series. Um, and and it'll be it'll be a magic game. It'll be a, a terrific occasion, christening the stadium. And uh, I, I just think that both teams will be hoping they come through injury-free. Formidable is the headline at the back page of the Daily Telegraph. Eels crunch storm to set up Western Sydney finals blockbuster and a picture of, well, when Mitch Moses ironed out... I think that's Kenny Bromwich, isn't it? And uh, Bromwich went off for an HIA, but... Uh, Mitch Moses, outstanding last night. That was a big moment. What about Will Penasini's tackle as well on Justin Ollam saved a try as well, Loz. Just their commitment all over the park. It was the good Parramatta last night. Hard to believe. It was only about five weeks ago on a Thursday night they were crunched at home by the Broncos. Since then, the two clubs have just gone in opposite directions. Yeah, it, it, they have, you know, and you know, Parramatta were great last night. I just want to pose a question to you, though. If that was Big Nelson making that tackle last night on Kenny, Kenny Bromwich, or Jared Weir Hargraves making that tackle on Kenny Bromwich. You already know the answer. What do you answer? reckon the reaction would be this morning? You already know the answer, Loz. You could, well, hear, you... You could hear last night. Well, Mitchell Moses got smoked a couple of times. I reckon in, I reckon Big Solomon got him after a kick. I reckon he, he kicked oh, he, he it. He got put on report. That, that was, that it was, was a It was nothing. But you could hear even through the TV, the crowd, oh, the crowd were just it. absolutely gave it to him. Yeah. So, yeah, you already know if the, if the situation was reversed. I can't believe be, that was on report. Yeah, that, I didn't even think yeah. it was that late. No, no, no it, was, it was just a crowd penalty. Yeah. That was a crowd, crowd penalty. And if anything, Mitchell Moses, it looked like he might have, might have hurt himself with his head hitting the ground, not the actual tackle. Mm. But, yeah. But it's amazing, isn't it, when yeah, you've got exactly. certain players involved in yeah. certain tackles, yeah. people see it differently. Yeah. Last yeah. night it was a great tackle from Mitchell Moses. And nothing said. Yeah. And I'm happy with that. But if that was Nelson or Jared Weirah Hargreaves, there'd be a storm this morning. People blowing up saying they're grubs. They need to be rubbed out of the game. Well, the little bloke always gets away with more as well. Number seven making a big hit. You get away with a bit yeah. more on the yeah. on a bigger player. That's fair play. Come oh, on. Tr- it was a sensational tackle. Yeah. Great. Put his body on the line, which he which he and don't worry, he copped his fair share, Mitchell Moses, last night. I reckon, oh, I reckon he, he deserves a lot of credit for copping his punishment last night and still playing the footy he did. I, I thought he was outstanding. Mm. Olam got him a couple of times oh, just with a. How big... tough is he, Loz? <laughs> oh, mate, <laughs> imagine him either running the ball at you or just lining you up. I've never seen a soft player come out of PNG. There you go. Yeah, oh. they're just hard. Everything about them is hard. What about Freddie on the commentary saying to Mitchell, yeah, just keep going to his side, Mitchell Moses. I'm thinking, mate, I'm walking straight across the other side of the field and staying well away from that. Well, the thing with that, you know that he's going to make an error yeah. because he, he, he can't help himself. Yeah. And that's the other thing that's changed with Parramatta over the last sort of four or five weeks is their ability to be a bit more passive on the edge. They used to just race in and leave a man... Um, um, over, so 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 they they didn't sort of worry about the, the the winger. They were jamming and they'd get themselves in all sorts of bad situations. But now what they're doing on the edge, they're they're pushing forward early and hard off the line. Then they steady, and then they move out. Once the ball goes past them, then they start to turn their shoulders and move out and show the opposition the sideline. Whereas in the past, what they've been doing is coming forward, and then the outside, uh, the the centre or the winger would just jam. And it just leaves them shorter numbers. But you saw last night they were more composed, they were more steady, they put a lot of work into it. 
and they were using that sideline as an extra defender, and it helped them. It helped them defend, and if they can defend like that um, over the, the next month of football, then they're a chance of winning this competition. Back page of the Sydney Morning Herald, in-demand prodigy Suli'i out of Roosters South's blockbuster is the headline there. Yes, the, the young winger won't play against his former club, South. Would have been his first match against South's as well. Ruled out with a shoulder injury, apparently. Suffered in the win against the Storm last week. There's been so much focus on him this week, Loz. Uh, his future... Um, Lots of stories about, you know, why Souths let him slip and leave the club. I just wonder how, to what extent is this more Trent Robinson wrap, wrapping him in cotton wool? Um, or is he actually, you know, properly injured? Oh, I think... Combination of both? Me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if they just think that they needed to give him a rest. For a young man, he's been up a long time and playing at a very consistent level for a young man in his relatively first year of senior football. So I think, you know, what's been spoken about this week, I reckon Robbo's probably looking after him with his body as well, giving him that rest, getting him ready to prepare for a semi-final. So I think it's a a good call. You know, it might have been different if they had to win this game to qualify for finals. I've got no doubt that he'd probably be playing. But the fact that they're there, combination of, What's been spoken about this week, and if he's got a bit of a niggle, been a long season, I think they've all you know, put that in the in the pot and they've decided that uh, the best recipe for him is to, to have a rest. Tonight with Tab, the Swans are $2.70 outsiders, Melbourne $1.48 favourites at the MCG qualifying final and on the back page of the Herald as well. Is this the end? Uh, the Herald posing and Lance Franklin... Could this be his final finals campaign with the Sydney Swans with his contract expiring after the season finishes for the Swans? Definitely. And it all starts tonight. So just you, you think he's this gone. Is it. This is it. This is his last year of the Swans, 100%. Yeah. And moving to Queensland. It sounds like you've got inside goss. No, I don't have inside goss. I just go on with my gut. I just think if he was staying... Uh, a contract would be signed. A new contract would be signed. And I like what the Swans and Buddy have done. They've said, look, we're just going to wait to the end of the season. But no-brainer. And I don't think he'll retire, no matter what. Even if the Swans win the flag, I don't think he'll retire. I think he, he believes he's got at least another year, most probably two seasons in him. Yeah, I think they're trying to be respectful to each other. Yeah. Uh, I think they've just put the contract talks on hold. And I think if Buddy was going to stay with the Swans, he would have made a decision yeah. by now. He certainly made his decision that he wants to continue to play. And I think that salary cap, they probably can't pay him what he can get at another club. Um, so I'm a bit like Clarkie. I, I, I think he's off. I think this will be the last the last hurrah for, for Buddy as a swan. And the other thing is, though, Mido, they, you know, they know if you know, you're talking about going to other clubs, it's a distraction for the team and they want to focus in and have no distractions on winning a competition. So I, I, I reckon... It's his last season with the Swans, and I don't know where he's going to go. I reckon Gold Coast. I reckon Gold just Coast? the lifestyle with his family, mm. live up there on the water, nice, bit bit more chilled than, than Sydney. I think you'll see him sign with the Gold Coast. Just on the beach at Burley there. Yeah, most probably. Mm. Somewhere nice. Also back page of the Herald, Wallaby stick solid. Hooper set to miss NZ. So uh, we've got a great weekend of footy in Sydney. And sold Al- out. Allianz Stadium sold out yeah. tonight, of course. Sold out tomorrow night for the awesome. Wallabies and the Springboks. 
And Dave Rennie, the Wallabies coach, has named the same starting 15 for the first time since he's been there as coach for that sold-out test at Allianz. The only change is on the bench where Jake Gordon, uh, the Waratahs scrum half, comes in for Tate McDermott, who's the red scrum half. Uh, South Africa have made eight changes, but uh, also the Herald saying that Michael Hooper uh, is out of the two Bledisloe Cup tests that are looming after this match against the Springboks. Rennie said he's not going to comment on where he's at, but he's on the improve, and they're not going to rush him. I reckon with Michael Hooper, Oz, he almost just say, mate, take the rest of the year off. World Cup near, year next year. Yeah, we're unsure of, you know, what, you know, well, we know he's struggling with mental health reasons. So I don't know how you can tell when someone's right um, from the outside. You've got to obviously ask the person, check in with the person. And if he's just not feeling okay at the moment, there's really no point. You're better off to sort of give him the rest of the year off and get him to come back fit and fresh next year for the World Cup. Because if Australia are going to do anything in the World Cup, they'll need Michael Hooper. He's our best player. Yeah, he's a gun. Uh, actually, saw him from a distance down in Manly the other day. It looked really relaxed. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, I'm sure he'll be back in Wallabies colours, though, heading into that World Cup next year. No doubt about that. Uh, and uh, here's one for you, Loz, on the text line. Went to the camouflage convention down at Darling Harbour yesterday. Didn't see anyone there. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one for your Friday morning. I'm surprised. Uh, you're not a yeah, too early for me, you know, <laughs> after coming off the Matty John show last night, mate. Too early. Usually I'd laugh at that. Yeah. 